Folks, let me give you some friendly advice. Do not be the creative who spends thousands and thousands of your hard-earned dollars on equipment each year without spending one penny on your marketing. If there's ever been a time to rise above the noise and do something just a little bit different to impress your leads and wow your clients, I would say now's that time. And my favorite way to do that is by leveraging print promotion using the photography that I am the most proud of. So our amazing friends at Bay Photo Lab have almost every product that you can think of, from magazines to photo books to promo cards that you can leave behind. And listen, if you just want something to dazzle your office or living space at home with, well, they have options for that too. You can get prints and wall displays from basically every style, from canvas to metal to acrylic. And the best part is you can get 25% off your first time order just by going to bayphoto.com, signing up today. They ship everywhere in the world, folks, and all their products look incredible. So do yourself a favor, start leaving an impact, whether it's for your personal memories at home or for your professional marketing at work. Bay Photo Lab, designed by photographers for photographers. What's up? You are listening to Entrepreneurs, a photography podcast designed to help you manifest your best creative life in self-employment. My name is Mike Blair, and I am your host. And on this show, you're going to hear practical perspectives on how to improve your freelancing journey. And beyond that, you're going to hear from other incredible creative professionals about their art, their business, and the lessons that have helped them grow. So thank you so much for joining me. Entrepreneurs starts right now. What is up? Welcome to the show, everybody. I don't even know what episode this is. We're beyond 117 episodes. I know that. My name is Michael Durr. Happy to have you joining me today. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome and thank you for being here. And of course, if you are a return listener, I am thrilled to have you back. Happy to shed some light on building and sustaining a creative life in self-employment. Now, hopefully by the end of this episode, we will have done enough to earn your likes, your shares, your subscriptions, your reviews. You can do this on our website at entrepreneurspod.com. But either way, thank you so much for lending us 15 minutes of your day. Hopefully we'll make it worth it. So I have a lot to talk about today. It might only appeal to a portion of my wonderful audience here, but I feel like it's worth addressing. Today marks a very interesting point in my life. Of course, I knew this day was coming. I mean, it's a simple progression of numerical sequence here, but it really jumped on my radar about three to four years ago. And I have been dreading this day the closer I've gotten to it. And that day, my friends, is my 40th birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Fake celebration aside, I really did not want this day to come for a plethora of self-narratives. All right. I really just wanted to be in my 30s forever. But hey, it's real. This is happening. It's not a dream. I am a legit 40-year-old. And for many that know me through jobs that we've worked together, through conferences or workshops or networking, this actually probably comes as a surprise because at 30, I kind of looked like I was 20, which is when I started getting into photography. And I want to actually take a minute to address how it felt even back then, getting started at 30, because maybe it could resonate to those who are getting started at 40 or 50 or 60. So I did not go to school for photography. I didn't have internships at the local college or newspaper. I was simply someone who was tired of my job. And at 30, I decided to make a shift towards something creative. And in that journey, I recognized something right away. There was a mounting pressure already right off the rip, knowing that there are 18, 19, 20-year-olds out there already light years past me in terms of photographic literacy. So naturally, I felt this late-to-the-party feeling right from the jump. And it wasn't something I just made up in my own head either. I remember having lunch with a group of very successful photographers, 
And one of them asked me, what are you, uh, 23, 24? And I responded with, actually, I'm 32. And he said, holy shit, you are old as dirt. And everyone at the table laughed, myself included. But deep down inside, I felt very insecure about having such little experience and being over 30. I wasn't even a photographer at that point, to be honest. I was just taking classes at 30, okay? And I realized that I wasn't alone. I actually met so many people over the years starting their journey at an age even older than I was when I first started picking up a camera. And I can identify with some of the fear and the resistance that people my age or even older have when they start their creative journey, okay? So today I wanted to give some affirmations to my fellow 40 club members and beyond. If you are struggling with your confidence, if you feel like it's a young man's game or a young woman's game and you feel like you're too late to the party or you feel inadequate compared to the high energy level of these 23-year-olds killing it already at the New York Times or wherever, then this episode is for you. All right, so let me first address that, yes, there might be some obstacles getting started later in life. I mentioned at 30, I looked 20. Well, at 40, I kind of feel like I look 50. And I feel quite a bit of that age too. You know, my energy levels, my stamina, my conditioning are not assets to me at this point in my life. And of course, that is more of a reflection of my life choices, not just my actual biology. I mean, I made the conscious choice to put physical health on the back burner, so I don't blame age exclusively. But I do think we can recognize that fatigue, that recovery time, uh, become more of an issue as we get older, which is obviously not ideal for doing some of the things that you want to do, like starting a creative business or chasing the jobs that you want to get or even doing those jobs, right? They require energy. They require stamina and endurance. So that is one obstacle. There's also priority changes as your perspectives might evolve. You know, maybe you prioritize your family or travel or comfort or finances, and you're less willing to take on those risky jumps headfirst into a career path that might actually have very ambiguous results. You know, you just have too many plates to juggle to do so. I mean, I personally don't know any 22-year-old out there who has more obligations than your average 42-year-old. I'm sure there's someone out there that bucks that trend, but that is just my observation. I rarely ever see it. There's also the possibility of having fewer doors opened for you. All right. I know at 30, not being a student, I did not have the internship access that many photojournalist students had through their schools. And I've had conversations with photographers who are a little bit older than me. While they didn't broadcast it publicly, behind closed doors, one-on-one, they've mentioned ageism being an obstacle and that younger photographers were always promoted or fast-tracked while older photographers were not. Now, I don't have any data on that. I take people's words for it. I do think it's somewhat common for people to want to help out the younger generation in general. And once you're sort of an established adult, like in your 30s, your 40s, sometimes the world sort of forgets about you and assuming that you've got it handled. Now, I'm not crying about that by any measure, but I do recognize a potential imbalance, all right? There seems to be more help, more encouragement, um, more platforms to assist younger generations. And maybe that's the way it should be. I mean, I am more prone to help out younger photographers myself. And it's not that I'm trying to alienate the middle-aged group of people out there, but it is just something that tends to happen. We tend to help younger people. And the last obstacle I would bring up is simply attitude. And this is, of course, dependent on the makeup of the individual. I don't want to paint everyone in an age group as a certain way. And certainly attitudes like cynicism, pessimism, those can reach any age group. In fact, you could probably argue that the youngest generation today is filled with the most angst, the most lack of optimism in the country. So certainly 
it is hard to put this out there as an obstacle specific to those 40 and up. But I guess what I'm trying to get to is that feeling of I'm too late to get started or the best time was 15, 20 years ago, you know, that mentality. That can absolutely be a challenge and an obstacle for anyone starting their business. So that's really all I wanted to touch on. So with that being said, all of those obstacles are potential obstacles, depending on you know your worldview, your lifestyle choices, your self-confidence. How can we shift that perspective and potentially see the benefits that you have, the advantages that you have at 60, 50, 40, 30, over your 22-year-old self to really sell you on the stream? So here's what I think me at 40 is better at than me at 20. The first one are social skills, right? The ability to communicate ideas, the willingness to listen to someone and to work with opposing views, the consciousness to ask better questions, to get to the root of an issue and solve those problems, the ability to make someone feel more comfortable than you would make them feel awkward or diffuse some confrontations. These things tend to get easier in the professional world as you get older. Now, I'm certainly not pegging all 40-year-olds as being more socially adept than all 20-year-olds. I mean, I definitely know people 20 years my junior being far more socially mature than those my age. But I would bet that if you took every 20-year-old out there and measured their communication skills right now, even if it's at a high level, they will be even better at age 40. So if you're outstanding at 20 years old, networking with clients and colleagues, you're going to be downright scary at 40. And if you suck at communication at 20 years old, then I do believe in 20 years down the road, you'll learn how to be better. Not everyone, of course, but I'll say eight out of 10 people will get better over time. And communication is a ubiquitous skill set, okay? Doesn't matter what you do in life across every industry, the better you are at communicating, the better success you'll have. So affirmation number one is that you're already better at communicating right now than you were 20 years ago. All right. Advantage number two is self-awareness. The more years under your belt is giving you more data to collect on your strengths and weaknesses. So take from me example at age 20. If you asked me that cliche job application question of what are your biggest strengths and weaknesses, I would have responded with some yearbook type of quote that I just pulled, right? Because what the hell do I know about my biggest strengths and weaknesses? I haven't lived long enough to even form my own identity, let alone tell you and give you an accurate assessment of where I succeed and where I fail, because it's all theory. I may think I'm good at this and good at that, but it hasn't been tested yet. It hasn't been fully validated time and time again. So this is an important skill set to have. And yes, a 40-year-old might be super stubborn and have no introspective skills at all. But just like social skills and communication skills, I do believe that you at 40 or 50 will have reflected on your life more than you did at 20, or at least have more to reflect on, which will help you in your business. You know, it's going to help you determine faster. What is something that I can't do that I could outsource? What is something that I'm really good at? That would be the best use of my time. I often like to say without self-awareness, there is no self-improvement. And I believe as you put more years under your belt, you have more data at your disposal. So affirmation number two is you are simply more self-aware than you were 20 to 30 years ago. The next advantage I think you have is your network. Now, over time, even if you have spent most of your professional life in a completely different sector, you've probably built a strong network of professional and personal connections. You know, by the age of 40 or 50, your network has likely expanded, encompassing colleagues, mentors, friends, community members. And these connections built over time through trials and tribulations can provide access to new opportunities, 
potential partnerships or collaborations, support systems, all of that makes it easier to navigate a career transition or pursue uh, an entrepreneurial venture. So while you may not yet have the creative network just yet, for instance, maybe you don't personally know a lot of photographers or makeup artists or photo editors, that doesn't mean you're at a disadvantage in getting clients. I can personally tell you that many of my connections in the photography industry did not come from other photographers or artists. They came from other people in other industries who happened to need photography services. And I would not have earned those opportunities had it not been for networking outside of photography. So affirmation number three is your experience and your network at 40 or 50 or 60 is a much bigger advantage to you than had you been 20 years old and known 100 photographers. The next advantage I think you have is life experience and principles. All right, so the things you learn as you age about life and people and relationships, about what the other side covets. I mean, I believe me at 30 shot a lot more selfishly, which in a certain way is very beneficial. You can create a certain aesthetic. You can create unique work. You can develop your style faster. You can hit home runs when you swing for the fences. There's also the opportunity of swinging and missing because your sense of what is appropriate isn't based on experience, rather intuition. So when you follow your intuition or your gut, you may knock one out of the park or you might have a client asking you for a reshoot because you delivered them something that they didn't ask for. So I think as you age, the more things you've shot, the more work you've seen and analyzed, the more people you've worked alongside, you can develop greater artistic sensibility in your decisions. And outside of the art, your life experience, particularly your failures, may inform you of the sensible choices to make when it comes to who to work with, what jobs to take, how much to spend or save or invest. You know, at 20, I had yet to make any mistakes. Therefore, I had no experience to rely on when it came to a new situation. But at 40, I've already made so many mistakes that now I intuitively know who and who not to get into business with, um, what purchases do or do not move the needle, what rates and terms I should or should not accept, what battles may or may not be worth fighting over. And this experience develops principles, right? I am a big proponent of having life principles. And when I was young, I don't think I had any. I'm not sure I could have had any because in my opinion, your principles really formulate through adversity. That's when your thoughts are tested. So I remember watching a survival-based reality show called Alone. It's one of my favorite shows out there. And you have to see how long you can live alone with some basic survival tools. And this one contestant came in preaching positive mental attitude. That was his thing. That's what he preached to his students. That's what he reiterated time and time again. He called it PMA, positive mental attitude. No matter what happens, have a positive mental attitude. Well, it turned out he didn't even make it two days. He was so pissed off that the weather wasn't good and the food wasn't just coming to him and he was lonely that he had to tap because of the depression. So what happened to the PMA, right? Now, I can't tell for sure, but I get the gut feeling that his positive mental attitude mantra that he spoke so passionately on may have never really been tested up until that point, but was something that he definitely wanted to believe in instead. The second things got tough, his principles collapsed on him. So affirmation number four is, I believe the more life experience you have, the more likely you'll have principles you actually live by and stand by, which are only going to help you navigate this path of starting up a new business or pivoting entirely. The next advantage I think you have is the respect that you are shown. Now, I believe true respect is earned, not automatically given. So just because you're 45 or 55 or 65 doesn't mean anyone is going to have respect or admiration for you. But I do believe it can be an advantage 
in how people show you respect right off the bat. You know, at 20, as much as people wanted to help me out, I don't recall commanding a whole lot of respect when I walked into a room or shook a person's hand for the first time. Now, it is a bias against young people and fair or unfair. It is what it is. Me at 40 doesn't necessarily command respect just based on my age, but I do think there's a modicum of acknowledgement and recognition that I get now more than I ever did in my 20s. And I don't believe it has anything to do with what I've done in my career. I think it is simply that I have a certain amount of life experience and true or untrue, the assumption is on first glance, people probably assume because of my age that I'm capable of making good decisions, I communicate well, and I am trustworthy. Now, I get it. It's a total snap judgment, oftentimes inaccurate, For someone to say, okay, he or she is in this age bracket, therefore, they must be smart and put together. You and I certainly know that's not always true, but it comes with the territory. Optics are always going to be a thing. At 20 years old, just because the way I talked, walked, dressed, and conducted myself, that gave off a different image. At 40, this is just one area where the quick superficial judgments might work out in my favor. I think I'm approachable to people both 15 years younger than me and 15 years older than me in a way that I wasn't a decade ago. So affirmation number five is, though you may not have as many doors opened for you, you may have more credibility now than you did at 20. And the last advantage I'll touch on is emotional intelligence. Okay, The years of experience will have hopefully taught us valuable lessons in emotional assessment, having the awareness of when our emotions are working for us and when they are working against us, when to use logic or when to lean into our feelings. For instance, at 20, I do not think I had any idea of how to navigate these areas. I just did what I wanted. Whereas today, I'm able to make choices that are based on what is good for me and my business, not something that is going to give me a short-term spike to my dopamine centers, right? Like I am aware that purchasing a new camera is going to give me a rush of adrenaline, but will it eat into my profit or add to it? Today, I can make that choice a little bit more carefully, a little bit more calculated. But I'm also more in tune when I'm making pictures, for example, to connect with people more emotionally, to put the camera down if it's making that person uncomfortable, and to lean in on the human interaction so that when I do pick up the camera, there's more of a trust that has been built. And so that's what I mean by emotional intelligence, the ability to navigate these kind of murky waters in situations where however you respond can either help or hurt you. And so one of the benefits of having gotten older over these years is that I think I've mitigated a lot of the unnecessary emotional reactions from things like, for instance, negotiations and disputes, things that make you kind of uncomfortable. I've taken the emotions out of investments and identifying, is this simply retail therapy or is this actually going to make a move in my business? I've also been able to remove it from things like good and bad luck and to not get too high or too low on those emotional roller coasters, right? I try not to evaluate the highs and lows based on how it makes me feel in that moment. And that has helped me navigate the whole freelancing lifestyle, right? It's not removing the emotion out of the person. It's in fact, far from it. I believe I am far more empathetic now than I was 20 years ago when all I cared about was myself. I have fostered way healthier relationships that are not just one-sided, but are actually mutually beneficial. I don't view it as what can this person do for me, but what can we do for each other? So affirmation number six is hopefully you are more emotionally intelligent now than you were 20 years ago to help you in the relationships that you build and the situations you will invariably face. So all in all, hopefully this provides anyone who feels past their prime or late to the game or ill-equipped to match the pace of those 20, 30 years younger to see the value that you have over your younger self. 
No one likes being called old. I've been called old a lot already for someone that is only 40. So I expect that to continue. But getting older does not necessarily mean you're getting worse. It does not mean you are out of touch. It does not mean you can't compete. This isn't professional boxing or gymnastics, right? Comparing yourself to someone 30 years younger than you is an unproductive and oftentimes inaccurate game. I would say compare yourself to the person you were yesterday. And if that is not selling you on it, compare yourself to the person you were 20 years ago and ask yourself outside of the physical attributes, are you better or more equipped to start or pivot your business today? I think you are, and I hope you see that too. And with that, I already feel way better about being 40. So thank you for this time. I appreciate you guys. Please like, subscribe, review the show on your favorite platform. Have a great rest of your day, and I will see you all next week. This episode of Entrepreneurs was brought to you by Bay Photo Lab. First-time orders receive 25% off on any professional photo printing product or service. Yes, I said 25%. Just go to bayphoto.com to browse the amazing selection of gifts, prints, and displays. That's bayphoto.com once again. Thank you all for tuning in, and we'll see you next week.